With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spirit Seeker Hour. Spirit Seeker Hour is your chance to delve into the world of your inner spirit. The Spirit Seeker Hour is brought to you by Spirit Seeker Magazine. Go to www.spiritseeker.com to find out more. And now, here's Cindy Meyer. Hello and welcome. And this, as the intro said, is the weekly Spirit Seeker Hour, and I am Cindy Meyer, publisher of Spirit Seeker Magazine. I have been uh, publishing the magazine for, it's hard to believe, 19 years. We're celebrating 19 years in print. We started off as a newsletter and then it evolved into um, a tabloid size magazine in 1997, and here we are. It is 2014, and it's every month and it's been read online since uh, 1998. So you can read each and every issue at www.spiritseeker.com. This month we have some great articles, one uh, that I really like and I will be interviewing um, the author of this in two weeks. It's, uh, the article is How to Overcome Chronic Pain with Mindfulness, Non-Traditional Medicine, Writing and More. And then there's another article, uh, the topic is Mindfulness, Community and Social Change or a hug from Patch Adams. And then there's this great article on a 30-second adrenal depletion test. So if you think you are having adrenal fatigue and you're tired and you just can't get the steam and you're like, what is wrong with me? In 30 seconds, you can take this adrenal test and it will tell you if indeed you are uh, suffering from adrenal fatigue and how to change that. Um, We also have a new pet section in Spirit Seeker Magazine. And um, each month we bring you a new article and different people doing work in that arena. We are a sponsor of the Healthy Pet Expos, um, and that will be happening in St. Louis in October. We were just in Chicago, and we'll be in Seattle upcoming uh, when they have theirs a little bit later this year. So this month we have an article, The First Step to Better Communication with Your Pet, and it's a really, really great article. And the author is actually coming to the St. Louis area. So you can see all of this and much more, your astrology, and we do a Vedic astrology, which is from India, and it's I just love the Vedic astrology. I love traditional astrology, but Vedic is just a little bit more matched to a lot of what I um, personally embrace. Okay, so what are we going to talk about tonight? Normally I have a guest, but I have this is the fifth month that I have been taking one of the weekly shows and sharing the beautiful blessings that come from feng shui. And sometimes people still are like, what, what do you say? How do you say it? What is it? And what feng shui means is wind and water. And what we want is to have the wind like a nice, beautiful breeze on a hot day or, you know, to feel the movement and, and hear the wind blowing through the trees. But we, um, you know, like a, in a wind chime, you know, we hear that beautiful melodic sound. Um, 
or to hear the bubbling brook of a stream, or um, as I have outside my window, uh, where my office is located, I, and, and at the entrance to my home, I have this beautiful fountain that I can hear the water, and even if I um, have the windows closed, I see the water moving. So what we want is a beautiful experience of wind and water and energy moving and flowing. What we do not want is a stuck humid day where nothing is moving and the air is heavy or a tornado or a flood so we don't want too much wind or too much water but we also do not want too little of either because once we have very little movement with with the wind and the water elements um, what happens is things get stagnant and whenever we have stagnation whether it be in the weather our homes our bodies things get stuck and the energy has a harder time moving freely so um, I'm a feng shui consultant but I'm also a real estate agent and I am a Reiki master teacher um, started off as a nurse initially and realized very early on that the favorite part of nursing for me was explaining to a person what they what was going on in their bodies what the tests were all about um so i was always more of a a teacher in that respect and then you know i was just like anyone can stick poke and prod um i really wanted to let them know what the sticking poking and prodding was about so um I've always been a scientific girl and wanting to understand the other mysteries of life. And when, you know, I, when I became certified in feng shui oh, a little over 10 years ago, I had studied it for 10 years before that, read everything I could, didn't even know how to pronounce it. I called it um, feng shui, as I'm sure many of you have heard it pronounced all kinds of different ways. But really, what it means is moving the energy in your home or your life or your body so that everything is in sync so it feels good it smells good it's a wonderful peaceful feeling there's not too much energy and there's not too little so tonight we are um, there are nine areas of what we call the Bagua and the Bagua is also known as the grid as it's become more westernized and um, you can listen to you can go to spiritseeker.com and click on the blog talk radio icon and it will take you to all 400 shows I've recorded but the other four parts of the Bagua that I've covered are all there but tonight we are talking about the east area of the feng shui Bagua so for those of you that have no idea what I'm talking about with the grid if you send me an email to info info at spiritseeker.com I will send you a complimentary copy of the Bagua after the radio show um, and also if you would like to be added to our email list please send an email to info at spiritseeker.com we'll let you know when the magazine's online who the radio show guests are each week and all the other happenings all throughout the US to have a healthier mind body and spirit but for tonight if you're listening and you're saying, saying where is the health and family area I want you to just take out a sheet of paper and I'll give you a minute to get that so when you get your paper you're going to draw um, a tic-tac-toe like you're playing tic-tac-toe so you're going to have nine areas you're gonna have a back row with three spaces and you're gonna have a middle row with three spaces so I want you to take the middle left hand space in the middle row the left space of the middle row and write health and family and then um, you go to your front row and I want you to go in front of that row and put front door so the way you would look at this is that front row 
the front middle row is the front of your house. So you would enter in either the left front, the middle of the front, or the right front. And health and family, as you can see, is the, is right the second row on the left. It'll make a lot more sense when I send it to you, but I'm going to just talk about health and health and family in general, how to have a better relationship, and then we'll go specifically to that area. But think of that as I talk. So what the family gua or part of the bagua, we call it a gua, it's one of the areas, is about. It's about your support system when trouble or storms come your way. It's connected to the wood element and that and is represented by a tree that has roots that go deep into the earth, creating stability and strength. So what we're doing when we're creating stability and strength is we're creating an anchor, we're creating a support system, just like a tree has all of these branches. A family tree has all of these branches. So your ancestors are part of your family and and health, Um, what has been passed on down through the DNA of the family code, what has gone on for generations in the family code, et cetera. Um, And so we want to know who's there um, on our family tree or in our family qua to offer inner stability when chaos is around us. It deals with the healing of relationships and it it deals with um, broken circles that have happened in families. and friendships. So this is, you know, this is your support system. So it's family, it's health, it's well-being. So if you have experienced the loss or the stress of a strained relationship with a close friend or family member, this is the area that you would start working with to have a better, um, a better healthy friendship or a better healthy relationship with a loved one. Um, so what I want to tell you also is that if you have a question at any time, just push one pound or one star on your phone and my producer will let me know that there is a question. I normally like to talk for about 10 or 15 minutes and then take questions. Okay, so as we get older, we realize how fleeting life is. How many, um, as they're getting older, are like, wow, where did, where did the time go? It's already September. You know, the leaves are dropping in August. What is going on? So what it is is that... Um, Nature knows what to do. Nature knows that in order to prepare for winter, it needs to drop the leaves and it needs to go within. So part of what happens with the spring is when spring comes, everything comes back to life. When autumn comes, it's preparing us for the deep winter and the, and the, the um, dark part of darker parts of, of light. You know, soon we won't have as much daylight, etc. So the reason in the spring that we just can't wait to do spring cleaning is we have suffered through the winter and we're like, oh my gosh, I can open the windows and let fresh air in. What happens in the fall is, I, I watched it this last weekend, my neighbor uh, on the one side emptied out their little swimming pools for their children, you know, that have been swimming all summer long and they took all the little summer toys and everything and everything was packed away. I looked out at the curb at all the different, you know, up and down the street because today was trash day and I noticed all the stuff that was being thrown away, lawn chairs that were old that are, you know, we're not going to take this into the winter, these need to be replaced, etc. So this is part of the autumn energy and this is part of releasing old stuck things that are broken or um, are not working. And if you get nothing more out of feng shui than the following statement, then you will have mastered a great deal of your life. The beautiful part of feng shui is it follows the principles of love it, use it, or lose it. 
what does that mean? It means that if you do not love a picture or you do not love the towels that you're using every day, if you're looking at them and you're thinking, oh, this is old and worn out and it's not even nice to put around my body anymore, get rid of it. Love it, use it, or lose it. There was a time when I went into my linen closet where I had sheets from beds that I didn't even have anymore, that I didn't have that size of bed. And I remember carting off like two trash bags full of sheets for different, you know, for king bed and, you know, whatever. It was just, you know, things that I didn't use anymore. So the more you can look at your life and look at what you're using, loving, or lose it, get rid of it. The biggest thing that causes us health problems is stagnant chi. So we're gonna start with the house and then we'll, we'll talk, to, uh, talk about the body. So whenever you have a lot of stuff that has just been sitting in a spot, it is called sha chi. It means there's no energy, there's no aliveness. That is why spiders tend to um, like basements. That is why um, all kinds of things like dark basements or attics where there's just not a lot of movement. But what happens in our main living areas, imagine in your bedroom. Let's just start with that. So if you have a lot of um, stuff in your bedroom that is just sitting there, clothes, books, um, anything that's not being used, it's creating um, low vibrational energy. That's where you're sleeping. So if you were like, where should I even start? Start with looking at your bedroom because the bedroom is normally where we spend more time than um, any other one room in our house. And if you have a lot of clutter and you have bad lighting, et cetera, it, it, just, it just affects your overall health. The other way to start shifting the energy in your home is to open the windows. It's very symbolic. If you can open your windows once a day, you don't have to open every single one of them, but just symbolically letting the old air out and letting the new air in. The way so many people are with allergies today, their homes are sealed, their cars are sealed, they get out of the car, they barely get to the building, and then they they run they run inside. They don't want to even breathe the air. Well, guess what? 70% of the detoxification of our body is done through breathing. If our homes cannot breathe, if there is just so much stuff that they can't breathe, your bodies will reflect that. I never had asthma until 2003, and in 2003, I went through a failed business. I went through a divorce. I went through my mother becoming ill, and let me tell you something. I had a backed-up house. My home was a reflection of everything that was off-balance and off-kilter in my life. The minute I took the training in 2004 and started the systematic letting go and decluttering, I hired, I hired personal organizers. I had friends to show up who were just beautiful angels who were like, how can I help? And I, because of my attention and devotion to clearing and releasing things that no longer matter to me and blessing other people with them, I received a blessing in 2010. It had been on my vision board Every year for three years, I wanted new furniture, I wanted new hardwood floors, I wanted all this. You know, I put it on my vision board and I just kept visioning it because I, and I, you know, I just knew I wanted this, I saw it, I felt it, I tasted it. And I was gifted a complete makeover of my main level of my home with the only stipulation being I would never disclose who gave this wonderful gift to me. So I know that that blessing came to me from so many different 
directions, um, it was an angel. And I still give thanks to this angel every day. And I, I do not ever clutter this area. Like the other day, um, I realized it was starting to get cluttered. And I just I went through, took it all, and moved it. And I've been going through it. But where I'm living, I can breathe. So what, how, how do we start? Okay, so I've mentioned that you um, you want to keep your space clear. So if you have clutter, just take a clipboard and go room to room in your house and write down where the clutter is. And then do not start all over your house. The best place to start is with your bedroom. The second best place to start is at your front door. Whatever you're seeing when you open your front door is affecting you on every level. If you open your front door and you bang into something, it will affect your health. If you open your front door and you're seeing stacks of things, it will affect your health. I'm going to tell you a story. I was in Ohio visiting a friend and went to a class with her one night, and she introduced me as Cindy Meyer, um, feng shui consultant from St. Louis, psychic and publisher of Spirit Seeker magazine. And this guy says, oh, I know all about feng shui. He said, three years ago, I had this backache that I went to chiropractors, I went to neurologists, I went to everyone, and no one could fix my back. Finally, someone said, "Why not? have you ever talked to a feng shui consultant? Maybe they can figure out, you know, what's going on. So he calls this feng shui consultant. She comes out to the house. She's analyzing, analyzing his space. And she says, whoa, how long has this stack of books been here? He said, oh, I was moving those books to, um, from my basement to my upper level, and then I was going to take them to my car and donate them when my back went out. And she said, so how long has that been? And, she's, and he said, oh, it's been about three months, which is exactly how long his back had hurt. And she says, let me show you something. And she, she took the door, and when she attempted to open it, bam, it went right into the stack of books, and where it shuddered in her body was straight across her low back. So once those books were moved and the door opened with ease and didn't smack into something every single time, his back pain went away. It's because the chi was blocked straight across that part of his body and it cut straight through. So I've seen it again and again. I once feng shuied a lady's house who had had cancer for four years, could not kick it, couldn't kick it. And she says, I don't know what's wrong. You know, I've done so many different things. I've made all these changes. And so I'll never forget it. Um, She had every dried flower from the, the originally live flowers that someone had sent to her. All these different people had sent her flowers during the different bouts of cancer, and she had saved every single one of them. It took over two trash bags just to take the dried flowers that had no vitality, no chi, all the memories of her being sick, all the memories of all these people praying for her. And praying is okay, but you don't want to hold on to the energy of the illness and all these dead flowers were memories of that illness so out they went and so then I looked at her bedroom and they had lived in a a different house before this house and their furniture fit in that house but when they downsized to this house her bedroom furniture was so huge that you walked in the doorway you and there was the bed right there front and center bam you had to go to the left curve around and then go to the other side of the bed for that person to get in and there was like this little narrow strip for that person to get into that side of the bed. And then the person that would be laying on the side of the bed right by the doorway was the wife. And where did her cancer um, hit? It was in her breast. The doorway 
the energy of anyone coming in that doorway went straight across horizontally across her and her husband, but she got it first so that she hit her. And so where your bed is positioned, um, you, let me give you two tips on this. You do not want your doorway to um, in any way, shape, or form have the chi of someone walking in hitting your bed. The other thing that you don't want is to have your bed facing to where you walk in and um, the headboard is straight ahead of you and the bed straight ahead of you because then when you're laying in bed and if anyone walks in that room, the energy goes straight up your body. It's called the corpse position because when you're sleeping, you know, you're very much, you know, like if you're on your back, you look like you're, you know, in a corpse position and what happens is that energy goes straight up and it affects every cell in your body. So... You want to be in the command position to where um, you can see that doorway. You don't want your your headboard on the same uh, wall as the doorway either because otherwise when someone comes into that room, they are in the room before you even can see them and you're at the effect. You're vulnerable and they have you. So you want to be in the command position. So the command position would be the headboard would be on a solid wall where there's no, you can see the doorway, you can see someone entering that doorway, but in no way, shape, or form do they walk directly into you or across you. You also do not want to, if at all possible, and I, there's exceptions to every rule, but if you have a window behind your bed, um, it is not good because then all the energy is coming at you while you're sleeping. So if you absolutely cannot... Fine. I mean, and I've seen it. I've seen it where you just there's no wall. There's there's windows on all the way around. So then you create a curtain, and you always keep the curtain drawn when you're sleeping. So it creates a barrier between you and the outside world. The other thing is to have a headboard. When you do not have a headboard on your bed, you have no solid foundation behind you. The best is to have a solid headboard. Um, because if you know if you don't if it's like mirrored or cut up with different squares etc then it cuts up your energy field so um, the more you can have a, a solid headboard the better um, it would be now here is something that so many people have challenges with in your bedroom you do not put pictures of your friends and family the only pictures that go in your bedroom are of you and your um, your beloved Um, because of the following. I see it all the time. I see pictures of mom and dad. I see pictures of the kids. I see pictures of their friends. All of those people are in there in what should be an intimate space, and they're all there all night long while you're sleeping or doing, you know, something intimate. You don't want all that energy in your bedroom. Your energy is for you to rejuvenate yourself and to have peace and harmony in your sleeping. Um, so the only, and then the other thing is, is if you're a single person and you're wanting to have a partner, do not put single pictures of you all over your bedroom. Don't put any single pictures. There was a time when I had so many pictures of single women in my house. I mean, I now think I have two left, but I used to have like eight or 10. I just, I don't know. I was given, uh, pictures as gifts, et cetera. But in order to have a, uh, relationship with a beloved or to call it in, then you should have something in your bedroom that's symbolic of the type of partnership that you want to attract. Um, mirrors are another thing that um, cause a lot of problems with health because mirrors reflect 
um, the room. So if you have, let's just go anywhere in your house and you have a mirror that you think is expanding the room. Let's, let's just try a dining room table. See it over and over again. So the mirror in the dining room is to make it look bigger and et cetera. And then you have the proverbial clutter on the dining room table. Every time you look at that mirror, it's reflecting everything that's on the dining room table. So it would be better to take the mirror down until you clear the clutter or cover the mirror because anything with mirrors expands it or reflects it and mirrors are like um, uh, they're like pools of water so whenever you have a pool of water that's muddy or murky or all you know fogged up or jammed up because of uh, being stagnant etc that's what um, clutter and stuffed chi being reflected by a mirror will do it magnifies it so one of the fastest ways is um, to just kind of go around your house and make your list of what needs to be shifted. Remember that health and uh, the health and wellness area is ruled by wood. So if you're going to put pictures um, in that area, it would be good to use a wooden frame. Um, as long as your health and uh, wellness area, health and family area is not in your bedroom, then it's great. That's the perfect place to put the pictures. Um, and you want to put pictures of something that reminds you that represents good health. Um, so if you find a picture, like if you're learning yoga or you have a picture of you doing a sport and you just felt, you know, or just a time when you really felt vital, that's the kind of energy that you want to create in your um, health and wellness area. Light is considered a very good feng shui um, cure to uplift the energy in, in anywhere in the home. So... Um, this is an interesting story. I had a dear friend who uh, lost her daughter um, due to drugs. She was she just had an addiction, and um, and she was dealing with this um, her daughter and this addiction. And the house, the curtains were never open. Everything was always dark because this was just a it was a, a, a tragic time in her life. And she called me for a feng shui consultation and I immediately opened all the curtains and everything and let all this light in and it was almost like something out of a movie um, no, no, close those, you know um, because the bright the bright light was so much um, she almost couldn't take it but I see it not just in homes where there's depression or addiction I've seen it in so many homes where people never open their blinds or they never really um, let the full expanse of light come in. Light is like energy. So if you want to have more airiness and lightness in your body, you start with the body of your home, and then your home is your outer home is a reflection of the inner you. That's why that's so important with love it, use it, or lose it. If you have things that you're um, hanging on the walls just because Aunt Mary or Uncle Joe gave it to you as a wedding present and you can't stand it, get rid of it or give it away. You know, like when I say get rid of it, I mean like donate it. But you may have someone who loves that picture and, you know, a friend or family, so give it to them. I have um, I have giveaways. Right now I'm doing it with all of my students. I'm clearing out, all, you know, all of my bookshelves and just keeping what's really meaningful to me. And I started with eight bookshelves and I'm down to five. So you can imagine this is like a big job. But every weekend that I'm teaching, I'm bringing in a new stack of books and saying, here you go help yourself. Okay, so um, the colors for uh, good health and um, is green. 
So green is a very healing color, and that's why they used to paint all the hospitals green and et cetera. And um, green is also the color of the heart chakra. And so when you think of the wood element and you think of trees that are beautiful and green or the green grass, or um, but, but it's, it's like green plants, that's a way to bring in the wood element because plants are part of wood. Um, you want to bring in... Um, Oh, the colors you can paint your walls. Um, you can use um, you can use green or blue, and then the other color that goes along with um, this area um, is. Um, Water, you know, water brings in good health and well-being. But the main thing is, is you want to focus on blues and greens. So you can bring in the blues and greens through the paint color. You can bring in the blues and greens through your artwork. Um, you can, like I'm, in my um, health and family, I have a picture of these birds with a heart in the middle, and then it's in a forest. They're just, like, surrounded by leaves of um, live plants and trees, and this was a painting that one of my clients painted, and I just love this. And so when I look at it, I think of staying in my heart, I think of the birds with movement, and I think of, you know, this beautiful, beautiful forest painted around these birds for health and vitality. So the rule with plants are as follows. Live plants are best, but if you have a tendency to kill plants, you don't want to go with live plants. Silk are the second best, but let me explain why the live ones are the best. They, um, If you... Um, have plants, they, most plants will give off oxygen during the day and carbon monoxide at night. They have their own cycles, and plants absorb energy. So if there's negative energy in the home, the plants will absorb that energy, um, and then that's how they help with the energy and vitality. Um, okay, so you can also hang or place a crystal in this area of the feng shui bagua. And... Um, that will start to move the chi or move the energy. So you can use a regular crystal, but what most people like to use is one of the round, multifaceted crystals, and then they hang it from a string, and then the light hits that. Um, and, it's, and even if the light doesn't hit it, just the fact that there's a crystal, it starts to move the chi or energy within, uh, within the room. Okay, so rose crystals, rose quartz crystals, will help with emotional health. Green crystals will help with physical health. Blue crystals will help with mental clarity. Um, red crystals give a jump start to whatever area uh, it is placed. And the reason is red represents fire and energy. And um, red is vitality. That is why when you go to a Chinese restaurant, a lot of times the doors are painted red. Um, that's why the red envelope tradition in feng shui, when a person offers you uh, the payment, oftentimes it is placed in the red envelope. There are all kinds of traditions that go along with it. But red in any situation is energy, chi, or vitality. You can also um, symbolically place blue and green items um, in the health and family area, and that will activate um, health and wellness as well. So I want to share a story um, of a friend who was diagnosed with breast cancer and one month later got a completely different kind of breast cancer in her other breast. So she was dealing with um, two different kinds of breast cancer at the same time, which is very unusual. Um, and I talked to her and I said, are you, are you working with the health and wellness 
uh, part of your home with feng shui. And she goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm doing that. I said, well, what do you have there? And she said, well, I created an altar, and I have a picture of me. I said, well, what time frame is the picture? She goes, oh, I have a picture of me in my bald head, and I I put it there, and I I put crystals around it, and I, you know, put all these um, feathers and different things. And I said, first of all, take that picture down because you're focusing on when you're sick. And I said, you don't want to do that. You want to remember when a time when you were your happiest, when you were the most joy-filled and everything, you know, when you felt at the top of your game. And she goes, oh, I never thought about that. And before she was ill, she'd been through a divorce. She'd been through just years of stress. And, um, and so please, please remember that if you have gone through an illness, oftentimes, you know, it's very strange what happens when you do get sick. That's when you let family, friends, et cetera, love you. Um, and, and it's a good thing to let people love and support you. But the challenge is to take that to the level of health and wellness and let family and loved ones support you at all times. So you want to remember what it feels like to just feel fabulous and then still remember the love from all of the people. And and sometimes, you know, it's like the minute you get, you know, people get through an illness, then they just don't want to think about it anymore. There's always a reason. There's always um, a lesson from anything that happens. And I, and I do want to mention two books. Um, one is by Louise Hay, You Can Heal Your Life. It's one of the oldest um oldest books that works with the mind, the body, and the spirit. And she has all the different um, conditions. Like if you, um, let's say you have hepatitis. So she has studied the thoughts or situations that were out of whack before the person was um, ill with the disease. And then she's created an affirmation to turn it around. So um, under hepatitis, you also see liver problems, but the thought pattern is resistance to change. Fear, anger, hatred. Um, the liver is the seat of anger and rage. So the liver does a lot of detoxification in the body, and when someone's really angry or just woo all the time, in most cases, um, it's stemming from a liver that is just not able to handle everything that's running through it. So the way to change that, she has an affirmation, is my mind is cleansed and free. I leave the past and move into the new. All is well. And she covers every every different condition. She has a picture of the spine. She, you know, covers just, you know, everything from A to Z um, on different illnesses. She's fabulous. I love Louise Hay. You know, she has helped so many authors become uh, well-known because of her publishing house. And I could go on and on. Now, the other book that I want to recommend is Permanent Healing. And this is by Daniel Condren, C-O-N-D-R-O-N. And he does the same thing that Louise Hay did in Heal Your Body or You Can Heal Your Life. But um, like this is what he says for hepatitis. The, the mental attitude or disorder is despair, no reason to live, cynicism concerning life ideals. And his suggestion is it is time to decide what you really want to do with your life. What is the desire you have put off and attempted to ignore for years? Do it. So these two books deal with the physical body, but remember, anything that's happening in your physical body has been created by some type of disease or imbalance in your mind, body, or spirit. So a lot of times, 
you know, you hear people saying there are a lot of spiritual illnesses now. A lot of people don't have any kind of belief system. They've lost, you know, their anchor. They People aren't going to church anymore. People are kind of lost. They don't have a support system. They don't have their friends and family. They, you know, the families have been destroyed by moving all over the world and et cetera. And so you have to look at, in order to create wellness and to create a healthy, vital mind, body, and spirit, you have to look at it from all angles. And that's what, um, that's the type of coaching that I do in my personal mastery coaching sessions. You know, someone will come in and they're like, oh, my job's great, but my my relationship with my kids is awful, or my relationship with my sister, you know, on and on, you, you hear it. And so whenever you have bad relationships over and over again, and it keeps showing up, or or your friends are great, but your family relationships are bad, you start to work with this area, with friends, um, you know, friends and family in the family and health area. So um, what else do I want to say? Let's see. You do not want to have water leaks in um, your home. Water leaks of any kind will drain the life force from your home and affect you. And depending on where the water leak is, you know, if it's in the wealth area, it's going to drain your finances. If it's in uh, your relationship area, it's going to um, drain the energy from your relationships. Or if you have, um, it can also, because of too much water leaks, etc., it can cause a lot of emotional upheaval. Um, and just people always being emotional or upset. Um, so you want to repair any kind of indoor or outdoor leaky faucets. The leaks will um, affect your health and wellness, and so you want to stop any kind of um, energy leak. Um, you want to remember, this is funny, but there are actually I found some feng shui laminated cards when I was in Sedona many years ago, and I thought, oh, and then between you know a couple of the moves I've misplaced them, but um, they would they were say, please put the toilet seat down, and the reason you want to put the toilet seat and lids down, you know, before you flush the toilet, is twofold. Number one. Um, your health and money are flushing away every time you don't seal it. But number two, they have done so many studies on this, and the fumes from the toxins that are in the toilet when you flush it without putting the lid down, it's like airborne bacteria flying everywhere. If, if this is not enough to get you to put your toilet seat down, I don't know what is. And because every time you flush that, every kind of germ that's in there is just airborne going everywhere. I know it's a rather disgusting subject, but it's but it's the truth. And so, um, put the toilet seat down and um, repair any and all leaks. I'm going to tell you something. When I was gifted the complete makeover of the main level of my home, originally we were not going to replace the kitchen cabinets because I had had them um, repainted, uh, but a lot of the insides just weren't up to snuff. They were, you know almost 30 years old. And so at the last minute we decided, the the person who generously gave me this gift decided to also do the kitchen cabinets. And I am so glad that we did because when the cabinets were removed is when we discovered a leak and I would never have known it until something terrible happened. It was from one of the upper level bathrooms and it was running down the wall. You could not have seen it. There was no sign of it. Um, And... You know, 
I mean, I just, I look back and I just think, oh my goodness. So, um, and the beautiful thing is that we moved the kitchen cabinets from the kitchen into the garage and now there's a place for everything and everything has a place. I have double cabinets and, um, you know, I, I got rid of this pantry that I hated and, um, just revamped everything. I, I just can't tell you how good it feels to be in my kitchen now, but, um, Okay, so a couple of other things for health and wellness. Um, you want to clear any clutter in the back, front, or side yards, too, of your home. It's not just the inside, it's the outside. And anything surrounding your house is, a, is, uh, is affecting the chi and energy of the house. So you want to, um, you know, handle the outside as well. If you're having um, trouble sleeping, um, you want to, you want to, uh, they found this with children, especially if a child is sleeping in a room with a big um, mirror, like a lot of times the closet doors, the old time ones had mirrors on them that would um, then make the room seem bigger. One of the fastest cures for those closet doors with a child's room is to cover them with a curtain at night. So you can actually have a curtain that during the day you open it and then the mirror makes it reflected and it's very open. And then at night you close it so that the mirror doesn't bring in all that energy and activity and the feeling that someone else is in the room. Okay, so another thing is your bathrooms. Um, if you have a bathroom in your bedroom, you want to always keep the door closed, but you also want to have your bathroom impeccable. It's the first thing that you see first thing in the morning. It's the first thing that you see right before you go to bed. And if your bathroom, if you walk in and you think, ugh, then that is going to affect your health. Um, so your front door is where the greatest amount of chi and energy comes in. Whatever you're seeing when you first come in sets the stage. And the same thing with your bathroom um, that's in your bedroom, if you have one in your bedroom. Okay, so other ways to um, think about the energy of your home. So when you get home at the end of the day, well, let, let's talk to the talk about the bathroom first. It is uh, said that five to seven percent of your energy is gone, or your energy level drops the minute you uh, walk into a bathroom and have the thought, "Oh my God." Okay, same thing if your garage is cluttered, and this is one of mine. This is like, it, it has been too hot to tackle it, but it's on my list because I don't even know how this is, it happens. But clutter in my garage is, is, has been a challenge from day one. But if you're seeing clutter coming in or going out, 10 to 15% of your energy, there it goes. You're already zapped. And you want to think about when you come home after a long day and you're pulling into your garage and you're seeing this mess, it affects your energy um, every single day. Luckily, I work out of my home, so I don't see it as much, but I know that it is a it is a definite issue. Um, and so it's one of the things that, you know, is on my list when I recently redid my list again. Because once you get your clutter um, handled, it seems to come back if you're if you're not on top of it all the time. And you know, the motto, everything is a place and there's a place for everything, really does work. And um, I'm much more organized than I used to be. Okay, so I'm going to give you a few tips for health energy with crystals. I mentioned rose quartz crystals earlier. If you take, place two rose quartz crystals in the southwest, so look at your bagua, 
and you've got the three rows, the tic-tac-toe board, the far right-hand back corner is your uh, relationship corner. That's the southwest. The back is the south. The front where you're entering is the north. Over on the right is the west. Over on the left is the east. So if you put two rose quartz crystals um, in that area, then uh, you will start to bring love and um, just love and romance into your life. You can also put them in your bedroom because that is the second romance corner in your home. If you have a child who has trouble focusing or concentrating and tends to get overexcited, the typical ADD child that you know is the overall catch-all uh, heading these days, you can um, place a piece of hematite uh, either in your child's room um, or you can have them even put it in their pocket and they can touch it and hold it when they're feeling um, scattered and it will actually ground them. So hematite is one of the most fabulous minerals and uh, crystals that we have that can shift energy. Um, another good use, uh, a good feng shui use, is to put black tourmaline, obsidian, and hematite by the front door. You can also uh, take black tourmaline and put it by your computers because uh, one of the fastest ways to deplete your energy is the electromagnetic field around computers. Um, the EMFs, electromagnetic field, are constantly emitting, um, you know, uh, electrical, you know, just EMFs, okay? And so the minute you put black tourmaline near your computer, it neutralizes those. If you put, um, if you use dowsing rods and check the uh, electromagnetic field of your cell phone, it goes off the chart because think about them, you're carrying a whole computer in this one tiny little phone and, uh, and then putting it up to your ear. If you take a tiny piece of black uh, tourmaline and you tape it on your phone and then check it with the dousing rods, you'll be amazed. In most cases, almost 70% of the EMF is neutralized. Um, you can also place several tumbled hematite uh, stones or black tourmaline stones either inside or outside your front door in a visually pleasing way. Um, a lot of people will have a plant on both sides of the front door uh, and then they'll put the crystals in the at the base of the plant. Um, Another feng shui use of crystals is to use blue kyanite and citrine. These two crystals are the, um, they never need to be cleansed as they do not absorb negative energy. So you can use blue kyanite for protection and relaxation, stress relief, while citrine is one of the classical feng shui cures to attract wealth. You can strengthen the healing energy of blue kyanite by using it you can put it in jewelry or in uh, decorative displays. Um, you can, like the citrine, you, uh, it will strengthen and um, help multiply your wealth. Um, and, and you don't have to clear those two. Almost all other crystals have to be cleared, which means they have to be um, rinsed and placed in moonlight. Um, or sometimes you can actually bury them in the earth, or you can, um, you just, there's just all kinds of ways. And all, if you want to learn about how to clear your crystals, just go online and search how to clear crystals, because that would be another whole um, horse talk here. Um, okay, but I do want to mention that when you do get a crystal, you want to um, cleanse the crystal before you use them. Um, so you can, let me just give you one way that um, works well is you can uh, cleanse crystals by submerging them in pure water with or without salt. You can smudge them. Uh, and smudging is done with either sage 
uh, real sage or you can use a sage misting spray. Um, and you want to put your crystal, wherever you put your crystals will amplify what's going on. So you want to put them in the dining room, the living room, main entry level, your bookshelves. Um, and if you have an altar, it's very good to put the crystal on your um, altar because it amplifies your health and wellness. Okay, so once again, if anyone has a question, just push one star on your phone and um, I will be happy to answer your question. Okay, so another thing to change the energy um, and get better vitality and energy in your life is to um, bring fresh energy into your space. Fresh flowers I mentioned earlier, um, fresh air, fresh fruits on the kitchen table, fresh recent photos. Um, instead of everything being in the past, you want to move your furniture around. Um, even if you just move it a couple of inches, it's moved. I mean, I had this chipmunk loose. One of my cats brought it through the cat door, and it was on the lower level. And I, someone, I, I mean, I thought I thought I had it contained where I could try and catch it. Oh no! Someone let the door from the lower level to the upper level open, and the next thing you know, it's in my my office where my computer is and so yesterday I spent the whole day rearranging my whole office trying to capture this little creature and I still never got him and now I have no idea where he is but the good thing is is it helped me declutter my office lift anything off the floor so that there was no place for it to hide and um and I just the room needed to be rearranged. It feels so much better. Um, just moving your bed an inch or two will shift the flow of the energy in the room. A way to increase your energy and vitality is to keep the TV out of the bedroom. If you have a television in your bedroom, your focus is is constantly being, um, you know, inundated with all the stuff that comes through the TVs. A bedroom is for rejuvenation, sleep, and intimacy. And if you have a TV, the fastest thing that's going to go is your rejuvenation of your body, your sleep cycles, and intimacy. So I know this is a deal breaker in some relationships. So what I say is, okay, if it's going to live in your bedroom, at least cover it by day. Cover it, you know, with a sheet or a beautiful decorative um, wall hanging. Do something to cover it um, when it's not in use. Um, I told you close the bathroom and closet doors in your bedroom. Um, another thing to increase energy and shift the chi in your home and create more health and vitality is to fill your space with beautiful music according to the mood. You know, sometimes we have classical, sometimes we have rock and roll, sometimes we have rock, sometimes we have rap. We have every kind of music in this house because, you know, and jazz, etc., depending on the mood. But um, the fastest way to change the chi or energy in your home is through music, sound, or an animal. Uh, you know, animals, they run around. They're just like kids. Kids run around. And anytime you have movement, movement, sound, music, anything like that, then you've got chi and energy that's being shifted. You want to create and respect other people's boundaries and create sacred space in your home. There should be a sacred space that's yours in your home. If you have no space that is just yours, then there are no boundaries. And anyone can just come any any which way. Like, you know, I mean, my son kind of knows, like, I'll just say shh, at certain times, like, okay, way too much talking today, not from him, but I'll just say I'm in a space where I just really would like to read my book. I'm here if you need me, but, you know, um, I just really 
am in sensory overload and would just like to have some quiet. They all, my kids all know also that I meditate, and when I'm meditating, I, I have my meditation chair in my room, but I also meditate other different places in the house sometimes. But um, when I meditate, they know just, like, they just know, like, unless it's a fire or an emergency, just leave mom alone because um, they just know. And I can remember when my daughter was very small and I missed my meditation one day and was a little cranky. I remember her saying, Mom, you need to go meditate because they, they, they know the difference when their mom meditates and when she doesn't. Okay, you also, a feng shui health tip. Remember I said that 70% of the detoxification of the body is through the breathing. Um, I part A big part of the personal mastery coaching that I do with my clients is to encourage them to breathe. I teach six to ten different kinds of breath work that can be done in ten minutes or less. And um, But you want to be aware of the air that you're breathing. Um, unless you live and or work in a truly green environmentally friendly building, you have to really work on the air that you're breathing. And so one of the fastest ways is to bring the air, the fresh plants in. Another thing is to uh, do space clearing. And I, um, a lot of the work that I do in feng shui is, is actually space clearing. I am called in when, um, especially when real estate doesn't sell. Um, and, I'll, and I oftentimes will say to the agent, let me just sense and get what I get first. And then I, I can, because I'm so intuitive, I'm clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsentient, and claircognizant, I'm all the clairs, I can kind of sense and feel what went on. I can tell if a house is happy. I can tell if a house is sad. I can tell if someone was sick in it. I can, um, I can, like if, if you, this is a good example. Like, you know, when a restaurant is open and then it closes and then another restaurant comes in and then it closes, then another restaurant comes in and the first thought is, well, I wonder how long that one's going to last. It's the same thing with homes. If you've had someone who's had a business fail and all their thoughts are around how are we going to make it, how are we going to possibly succeed, and then the next thing you know, you have the house on the market because they can't afford their house. Happens, we've seen it all in the last few years with so much of the financial crisis in the U.S. Um, So all of that energy is in the house. If someone's been sick, if someone's had a divorce, and you've, you've all seen it. You know, like one house on a particular block has sold two, three, four times. And you're like, what the heck? Other people have lived here 20 years, 30 years. What's the deal with that house? In almost every case, it is because of something with the energy that um, is carried over. So I offer home blessings and home clearings. I do this remotely. I'm trained in dowsing, and I have probably one of the best dowser teachers anyone could ever have and I do offer remote clearings of properties I offer remote feng shui consultations I offer remote um, real estate um, consultations to help people figure out what to do in order to get their home ready to put it on the market Um, and you know it's funny I went to visit my brother one time and his wife and family in Las Vegas and they'd lived there for about six months and I walked into their house I'm like wow, you have two small children and I don't see any clutter. I didn't see anything in your garage. I didn't see anything. Where is your clutter? And the two of them looked at each other and started laughing. The house before this one, the real estate agent had come in and told them, you've got to get rid of all this stuff and you know, you can't have all this clutter. So they had rented this storage locker and put all their stuff in it and they had lived in this house for six months and still had not moved 
there's stuff, you know, the stuff that was in the storage locker into this house because they didn't miss it. They didn't need it. Then one of the exercises I do is, okay, so it's costing you, let's just say, $100 a month for a storage locker. Okay, 100 times 12 is 1200 Oh, you've had that storage locker with your stuff for four years? That's $4,800. So you almost have to, like, um, enlighten um, clients sometimes as to how much their stuff is costing them. Okay, another feng shui health tip, I've kind of mentioned it, but I just want to mention it again, is to use light and color. You know, anytime you bring in light, um, whether it be through lighting, lamps, um, etc., it just brings in chi and energy. Um, even moving the artwork around your home will bring in more vitality and light and airiness. Um, you want to create a spa energy in your bathroom. So remember, for the most part, a bathroom is for a single person or some of the beautiful bathrooms and the homes. Oh, I, this is part of what I love about feng shui and I love about being in the real estate business is I just love looking at the bathrooms and you know imagining that you know I was just in one over the weekend doing an open house where. I mean, oh, it was exquisite. The tile was exquisite. The lighting was exquisite. The shower was fabulous. The huge jacuzzi tub was fabulous. It had a great expansive mirror, dual sinks. And you can imagine, you know, two people very easily doing, you know, their, their cleansing rituals together in that room. There was more than enough room. And then they had a huge walk-in closet. I was just like, oh, my goodness, maybe my next house will have this much room. Um, teasing. I really am downsizing. But, um, but nonetheless, you're... Your bathroom is where a lot of your cleansing rituals happen, and you want to make it smell good, feel good, etc., and that will automatically help your health and wellness. Okay, so I'm going to stop at this point. Um, I just want to give you a little information about what I do offer um, for sessions. I, um, I am a... As I said, I'm gifted clairvoyantly and all the different clairs, and so... A lot of times people will call me for readings, and in the course of the reading, um, they will ask me about their health. And um, I'm trained in medical intuition. I'm trained as a nurse, so I have a pretty good grasp a lot of times. Um, I can listen, and I can sense um, when when there's an imbalance. And But what I always do with my coaching sessions is one of the sessions is either Skyped um, in, their, in their home or if they're, you know, if I'm able to travel to the home, then one of the sessions is done in their home. And the reason is this. You can make all the changes in your mind, all the changes in your life, but if you have not mastered your your living space, you will continue to struggle. And so many people who don't like their homes, their whole world is outside. They're living in Starbucks cafes. They're living at other people's houses. They're always in, you know, going to someone else's house or a restaurant to eat. The minute your home becomes your sanctuary and just like where you love to be, you'll spend more time there and you'll invite friends there and you'll have more love and happiness um, in your life. But your home is where you start. Your home is your um, rejuvenation center for the mind and the body and the spirit. So that is um, that is the story. Um, but you can call my office at 636-530-7579. You can email me at info at spiritseeker.com or Cindy Meyer, C-Y-N-D-E-M-E-Y-E-R at M-E.com. Um, I do phone consultations. I do um, in-person consultations if you're in St. Louis. Um, If you sponsor me, I will come to your city. 
I teach vision board classes. Um, I have a feng shui certification program starting in November. Um, that you would need to travel to St. Louis. Um, unless you want to create, if you have, if I have uh, nine or more students for a feng shui certification program, I will travel to you. Um, I train life coaches, personal mastery coaches. It's a seven-month program, um, and I am. But any of the in- weekends can be taken individually, and the weekend that I'm teaching um, coming up, it's the third weekend in September, is. Um, sexually, the last weekend of September is conscious relationships. So it's learning to have better relationships on all levels. Um, but you have to start with loving yourself before you can love others. And Kuan Yin reminds us of that. You must have compassion and love for yourself before you can extend it out to others. It's all part of the um, honoring yourself. Okay, so at this point, I am going to make an announcement. Um, Many of you know that Lisa Williams uh, was supposed to be my guest this evening, and she had emergency um, dental surgery, um, and she is not able to make it tonight. So she has offered to be my guest in October, and um, I am delighted because I, um, Lisa Williams is a one of the most gifted mediums, psychics on the planet today, and um, you can read um, more about her at her website, uh, lisawilliams.com. She's an author, a speaker, and a teacher, and I will um, have her on my show sometime in October. I want to mention a couple of other upcoming guests. I have Robert Brown who is coming to St. Louis. This will be his first time here. He's an international spiritual psychic medium, and he has been called the medium's medium, and he will be my guest next week. Surprise, surprise, he's going to do a few readings um, as well as just share a lot of knowledge about life. And then the following week, I have Mary Byrne Eigel, who is the author of How to Overcome Chronic Pain with Mindfulness, Non-Traditional Medicine, Writing, and More. And then um, the last Tuesday of the month will be Sonia Choquette, who is a world-renowned intuitive guide and spiritual teacher, and she is the author of 19 international best-selling books. So this is a really busy month. And um, I want to remind you to send an email to info at spiritseeker.com, and I will um, uh, put you on our email list. And we don't sell our email list, so it's sacrosanct. Your information is safe with us, and we will just let you know about Spirit Seeker events, um, the radio show, etc. And we are going to be changing to a new platform um, with the radio show, so the Tuesday night at 7 o'clock will be changing, so you want to keep um, posted on that, so send an in, uh, email to info at spiritseeker.com and we will let you know about the new time and day of the Spirit Seeker Cindy Meyer radio show. Okay, thank you so much and have a blessed week and I'll talk to you next week. Namaste.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.